Hello, I am Reverend Dr. Timlulua Liu and this is Spirit Brood Podcast. A few days ago, I started talking about the dangers of the digital age and how we can thrive as believers in the digital age, how to avoid the pitfalls of the digital age while we maximize you know, the benefits that it affords us. I've talked about the danger of impatience. I've talked about the danger of unfiltered consumption of information. Today I'll talk about the danger of public applause. The danger of public applause. You know, the digital age has offered us uh, publicity in a very great measure. You can easily publicize yourself, the things you're doing. You can connect with a wider audience, you know, across the globe. Things that may not even be acceptable in your society. You will find a community of people who will accept that. Far away, people who never knew you, who have never interacted with you, just by connecting with them online. So, uh, it's not so difficult these days to get public applause. You know, the likes, the views, and all of those things. And uh, we must be careful as believers to live for the audience of one, meaning to say that we prioritize God's approval above all else. In fact, that we live for God's approval alone. You should not be worried about what people will think of you. So take for example, uh, if there is a scriptural truth that you know and that you, you, you want to talk about, that you want to defend, will you be held back because people may not agree with you or, pe- or because people may criticize you for saying the truth. If you are worried about what people will think of you, there is no way you will ever be all that God wants you to be. It is not possible. But we need to begin to think like Jesus Christ who said, not my will, but your will be done. In fact, in John chapter 5 and verse 30, he said, I seek not my will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. So it is not about the will of men. It is not about your own will. It's about the will of God. It's about the will of God. And in Matthew chapter 3 verse 17, you know what God said about Jesus? He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. When you, you learn, when you, you, you gain my of how to please God regardless of all else. It is God that will recommend you to the men that matter to your destiny. God himself will gather an audience for you when you live for an audience of one. But when you run after what the people will say, what the public, the, the public view and all of that, what you are missing out on is that at the end of the day, only one thing will matter, the judgment of God. In other words, how God judges your actions. God's view about what you have done. That's why God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. Bible says when Abraham was 90 90 years old, the Lord will say, walk before me and be thou perfect. Meaning to say the way to perfection is to walk before the Lord. The way to perfection is to live you know, for the audience of one. That is the way to perfection. When you live for the audience of one, you stop being afraid of performing below people's expectations because in the first place, your life does not subscribe to the expectations but to the expectations of God. 
more so when you live for the audience of one your actions and your motives are not corrupted by the desire to boost your ego it's no longer about yourself it's no longer about what people will think it's about the lord it's about the lord it's about the lord but you know in this digital age it is common you post your picture to boost your ego you want to see people's comments you want to see the likes flowing in you want to see the laws you post a video you want to see the views and all of that if that is what you are living for you will soon miss your road are you following me please if that's what you're living for you will soon miss your road you start a blog or a vlog or whatever to propagate the gospel, but because the likes are not coming in, you have switched to comedy. Oh, before you know it, you are far away from the intended plan and purpose of God for you. Why he asked you to go to that space in the first place? Live again for the audience of one. Live, live for the audience of one. Don't seek the recognition of men. You do one little act of kindness or you do one, one, one good act and all of that one act of charity. And before you know it, it's all over the internet because you want people to know the good that you are doing. No, don't seek to be recognized by men. You need to choose between human recognition and God's reward many times. You need to choose between human recognition and God's reward. What did Jesus say? He said, whatever good you do, let it be done in secret. He said, the God who sees you in secret will reward you openly. If what you are seeking is the recognition of men, Jesus said, you have your reward already. Live for the audience of one. Live for the audience of one. Paul speaking to the Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 6 to 7. says they should not do things with eye service as men pleasers. It was addressed to the servants. But this is instructive for every one of us. Not with eye service as men pleasers. But as the servants of Christ. Doing the will of God from the earth. Doing the will of God from the earth. Doing the will of God deep from your heart. With goodwill, doing service as to the Lord, not as to men. That is how we are expected to live. That is how we are expected to live. Beloved, if you are living for the audience of one, tell you no man can discourage you and no man can push you beyond where you ought to be. Men can only encourage you. They cannot give you approval. The only source of your approval will be God will be God. If you seek recognition, it will be God's recognition. Like I said, remember God is the final judge of all. What will matter in the end is how we evaluate your deeds. Not what men think, not what men said. It's not about being acceptable to men. It's not about being conventional. It's about being accurate in the will of God. It's about conforming to the image of Christ. Those should be at the forefront of your heart. Lose the taste and the desire for public applause. For people's recognition. For the likes, for the comments and all of these. Let it be the will of God and the will of God alone. Don't do it for the likes. Do it for the Lord. Do it for the Lord. 
If you have to prove anything, let it be to the Lord. If you have to gain anything, oh, let it come from God. Don't seek public applause. Don't seek gain from men primarily with the things you are doing. It's one of the dangers of the digital age. Three questions you should ask yourself. As a Christian in the digital age, what is your moral guide? What is your moral guide? Is it what is acceptable to men or what is acceptable to God? I've always said there's a difference between what is sinful, what is legal, and what is immoral. What is sinful is what God says you should not do. What is moral is, is about what the society thinks you should not do. And what is illegal is what the law of the land says you should not do. The fact that you are not breaking the law or you are not breaking the moral codes of conduct of your society does not mean you are not sinning before God. If you are after public applause, you will live a civil and moral life. But what God requires of us is to live a holy life. Not civility, not morality, holiness. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. What is your moral guide? Is it the inner witness of the spirit bearing witness to God's word? Or is it, is it the outward affirmation of men bearing witness to the world and its loss thereof? What is your moral guide? Second question you should ask, what is your motivation? What pushes you to do more? Is it the fact that people like it or the fact that it is pleasing unto the Lord? What is your motivation? And finally, what is your validation? What makes you feel good with what you are doing? What makes the things you are doing feel right to you? Is it what men say or what God has said? Don't ever let someone else's approval be your moral guide, be your motivation or your validation. Let it be God's word. Don't let the fear of rejection by men control you. Discouragement and all of these things. Let God, let God, let God be your source of encouragement primarily. God did not call us as believers to win a popularity contest. He did not call us as believers to win the approval of men. Our calling as believers is primarily to win the approval of God. You don't need other people's opinion to validate that what you are doing is right. Men may not agree that it is right. But what God thinks about it is what matters the most. Remember, people got Moses in trouble because they complained. They complained against him. And instead of speaking to the rock, he struck the rock and violated God's instructions. The same happened to Herod. In his own case, however, people applauded him. And the anger of God was kindled against him because he was displeasing the Lord. Don't let people take you away from the pleasure of God because of their murmurings. It's a mere distraction. Overlook it. And don't let people push you to violate God because they are applauding you. Don't let it get into your head. Remember to always return the glory to Jesus for any accomplishment that you may have and for any attainments that you may reach. Again, beloved Christian in the digital age, live for the audience of one. 
Yes, all eyes are on you because everybody is watching now on social media. Yes, people will see some of the things you are doing. But remember, remember, live for the audience of one. God bless you.